Hey everyone, this is Kelly, your host, welcoming you to the podcast, Vinyl Junkies Making Mixtapes. This is just a little bit of an introduction of what we are about and what type of topics you'll be hearing from us in the future. Before I get started, I probably should tell you a little bit about myself for those of you who may not know me personally. I am definitely a lifelong vinyl junkie. My love for vinyl started while growing up with my older brother, Dave, who the best way to describe him is if you've read or watched Nick Hornby's High Fidelity, he is everything that the character Rob Gordon encompasses. To the point where when I first saw the film, my thoughts were, oh my gosh, Nick Hornby, who wrote High Fidelity, must have stalked my brother. My whole childhood, Dave, who is eight years older than me, would quiz me on every album he owned and would make these ridiculous top all-time fill-in-the-blank lists. So needless to say, I grew up in the 80s and early 90s being exposed to a ton of music. Even my first two real boyfriends were DJs, and I eventually married a musician. So while I have no musical talent of my own, I have acquired quite a range of music knowledge over the years, and I'm always wanting to learn more. Hopefully, this was where our guests will come in and give me a little bit of a different perspective and more knowledge about music and vinyl in general. Of course, being that I am a self-proclaimed vinyl junkie, I do have a decent vinyl collection. Right now, my collection sits somewhere between 2,500 and 3,000 records. I have made the effort to catalog most of my records on Discogs. My account is PSI Love Vinyl for those of you who are curious and may want to see some of what I have. Feel free to go over there and take a look at my collection. I also rotate through an additional 500 to 750 records at a coffee shop that I own in Palm Springs, California. All of those records are for sale, but it's kind of nice to be able to put something in my shop that I might not listen to at home, but still enjoy it while it's there. The majority of my record collection is mostly 60s through 90s rock and pop with a little bit of blues records in there. I acquired most of my 80s music from the two DJ exes. So I kind of always say be nice to your exes unless they give you a reason not to because you never know what you're going to get in the future by being nice to people. As for my collection of 60s and 70s vinyl, a lot of it came from different people who wanted a good home for their collection or didn't have room for it. In these circumstances, I've been pretty lucky that people have passed my name around when they knew of someone trying to get rid of a collection. I also have a huge collection of 45s that were given to me from my mother-in-law who kept her 45s from her childhood. And of course, the vinyl and junkie in me loves to crate dig. So whether I need more records or not, I do just love searching for them. I do try to keep my records under 3,000 so that I can listen to it as much as possible, and I'm not someone who just keeps records because they're collectible. I actually have to enjoy it and want to keep it. As for crate digging, I mostly go to small record shops. I have a favorite here in the Coachella Valley where I currently live called Finders Thrift and Vinyl, as well as a couple stores in my hometown of Ventura. With that being said, the nice part about owning a coffee shop that carries vinyl is that I get to crate dig, and even if I don't find something personally, at the very least, I can find something to put in my shop. I'm a pretty big supporter of small businesses, and the chances of finding me in a big named record store is pretty slim, although I'll occasionally take a peek. And of course, when I travel, I can't help myself, and I have to at least see what I can find. I don't buy vinyl online very often, um, as I like seeing the vinyl itself and personally prefer the crate digging experience. Usually, if I'm patient enough, I'll find what I'm looking for, and it will show up. 
But another reason to be nice to your small local record shops is if the owners are familiar with you, a lot of times they'll let you know when you get something that you've been looking for. I've had so many circumstances where there's been a record that I thought was going to be impossible to find. Even though it would have been online, I actually found it in the shop and got to hold it and feel it and see what it would look like. So that's a little bit about me and my vinyl collection. So I guess now I can discuss a little bit about the format and plans for this podcast. Basically, we are a podcast for lovers of vinyl and, of course, music in general. Vinyl is definitely making a comeback, and I am personally super excited that I'm not the only one who prefers vinyl over any other music format. To me, even mixtapes made from vinyl sound better. But the sound is not the only reason vinyl makes such a great format. It's the whole experience in general. From looking at the cover art to having that tactile experience of pulling the records off the shelf and onto the record player. And while you're listening, you can read the album inserts and notes. In order to have specific themes to discuss each week, I decided that every week we will discuss a new mixtape theme. So every week I will be making a mixtape from my vinyl collection that I, along with my guests, will discuss the topic. So whether it be a commentary on why a song or artist fits the weekly theme or possibly even some of the history of the song or artist or the album itself. Next week for our first official full podcast, the theme is going to be Guilty Pleasure Songs and our guest host will be Hunter LaSalle. Hunter is a former employee of mine who has a love of musical theater and moved from California last year to New York City to pursue his career. He and I have a very, very different view on what qualifies as a guilty pleasure. And to be honest, if he had his way, he'd say there's no such thing as a guilty pleasure song. But I'm going to let him explain his thoughts on that one. Um, So in addition to the mixtapes, we will also be discussing my rules of making a mixtape and keeping in mind that I grew up making mixtapes and have a very specific idea on what makes a mixtape very different than your average digital playlist. I love open conversation. So on Instagram and Facebook, we will be giving everyone the opportunity to give us suggestions of what we possibly missed or what they felt was an appropriate song for the theme of the week. I'm also super open to hearing what our listeners want to hear discussed in the future, um, specifically giving me more mixtape themes or whether or not they agree with what we put on our mixtapes. So basically you can send us any suggestions through either direct message or even just making comments on our Facebook or Instagram page. So with that, I'm going to wrap this up and I'm super excited to be starting this and hope to see you listening in the future. We do already have both an Instagram and Facebook account. You can follow us for updates and to find out where to listen Our Facebook and Instagram page are both called Vinyl Junkies Making Mixtapes, so it's pretty easy to find us. So feel free to follow us and let us know what you think. So until next time, keep making mixtapes. (laughs) 